This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Ahead of this election, we know this. For the past 10 months, the last four days of every month, all of our emails go undeliverable. Zero percent deliverability. This is outrageous. It is voter suppression by big tech. You know what? I might be bored on on its surface. Sounds a little conspiracy theorist to me. That is Ronna McDaniel, chair of the RNC Republican National Committee. And she says to Google, they're not sending out our, our emails. And I'm actually, and if I'm being weird about this, you tell me. But I think I agree with what she says. She says, we're looking at suing Google because we try to send out fundraising emails. And what did she say? 53% of the emails in the nation go through Google. Our stuff isn't going out. I've had discussions with other people. Like sometimes when you go to try to Google, um, I don't know, something that's not favorable to a progressive like Kamala or Joe or something that's not quite mainstream news, but you know what's out there? And sometimes you have a hard time finding it, but you know it's there. Uh, I don't know that that's such a weird theory, what Ronna McDaniel is uh, on to there. Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show here on the radio station weekdays 4 to 6. Am I am I being a little conspiracy theory? And if so, tell me, man. I can take it. I, no, I no, take ownership con- of it. Uh, c- conspiracy is when the reality is out of out of uh, proportion to the to the perception. No, we talked with Gates McGavick the other day, and he said that I looked at a graph. Now, unless it's photoshopped, they, it was a graph of the number of inbox receipts of their emails, their appeals. And it seems like about every month near the end of the month, it, it looked like an EKG. <laughs> there, there was a dip, a real deep, like a, like a, it looked like a stalactite, you know? And then it would go back up and then back down and back up. And I'm thinking, my gosh, they are manipulating us, man. They, this is a mind game played by the biggest social media companies and, and tech companies in the world. It's frightening. Uh, and because I've, I've talked to people about it before. For example, Brian uh, Hansen, who is the star of the Gary Nolan show. I'm like, hey, Brian, I'm trying to find this. Or when you and I sit here and hang out, we're trying to find this. And it's like, this should be a simple Google search. Why, why are no results showing up for this? And it happens more than once. And you go, okay, why? I know it's there. Why will Google not let me um, find this? Maybe a little bit of a stretch, but it, it makes sense now because they're agreeing with what I am thinking. And so they must be right. Welcome <laughs> into the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Mr. John Marsh is here. Yes, sir. There's producer Hannah. Good morning. Brian Howsworth running around handling news, getting the latest, uh, uh, some new details this morning regarding this 24-year-old woman pushed over a bridge to her death right on 63. And uh, uh, reading some of the, the court documents that Stephanie and I have our hands on this morning, these eyewitness accounts like one dude, he's driving down 63, he's in a pickup truck and sees... Sees this couple on the side of the road fighting, doing something. He picks up the phone. He grabs his phone and he calls nine one one and says, "Hey, uh, there's a couple on the fi- side of the road, and this dude is trying to he is trying to kill her. He is trying to pick her up and throw her over the bridge." And there's a lot of different things to this story, Randy. Uh, you've yeah. got somebody who has served time for some pretty uh, pretty horrible crimes in the first place. There's the homeless issue, sentencing issues. Why was this guy? Uh, out of prison. He was out of prison for less than 30 days. Your initial gut reaction when you hear about this? 
Yeah, it was. Uh, boy, it gets worse as we hear more about it. I mean, it sounds like they had some kind of a relationship, or that he was trying to get her stuff. You know, someone said that before this all happened to happen an hour earlier, they were seen together, some kind of an argument. And uh, this guy has got track record. And what gets me, Brandon, is while he was in the Boone County Jail, he he rushed as, as a, an attendant was taking the tray out of the of the pod. He rushed her, grabbed her handcuffs. And and handcuffs her and says now now you're mine or something. I mean, you'd think that that kind of an aggravation to a guy that what attacked a 73 year old homeless guy with a paintball and then an axe or a knife. I mean, you got to be kidding me. The soft on crime is 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 emerging as the issue in this midterm. I'm hearing people talk about that more than almost inflation. Not quite yet, but we're getting there. We were chatting uh, with State Rep. Sheree Tolson Reich this morning because she has a unique perspective on this. She has worked to get nonviolent offenders out of prison. Most notable, uh, Demetrius Woods. Uh, because what he does in this community, this guy is such a beautiful human being. He was the drug dealer, drug kingpin in Columbia in the 80s and 90s, went to prison. Sheree uh, Tolson Reich helped to secure his release. This guy owns three small little businesses. He got a vendor contract at Mizzou Basketball. That is just astounding. And again, just a lovely creature. He goes into schools and stuff like that. So Sheree, I think, had an interesting perspective on this where she's helped to get people out of prison. Uh, but then you see things like, and again, we don't know the whole story on why he only served four years of a seven-year term and why it wasn't a stiffer sentence. We don't know any of uh, any of that, but it occurs to me, Randy, you know, these aren't just conservative talking points. Every real major issue that we have in this country right now in this tree of problems, its roots are in the Democrat Party. Its roots of all the problems we have today seep dink into that Democrat soil. Uh, people out killing people and hurting people. Even It's soft on crime, progressive attitudes. It's soft on crime, uh, DAs. Uh, the problems we have at the border. By the way, uh, right as we were coming back here on the show, we were notified by the mothership, Fox, that uh, somebody has done a beautiful thing. Somebody has sent some more um, illegal immigrants to a sanctuary city. And I think that's beautiful, and they should be committed. Sent them to Washington, D.C., uh, to uh, right outside of Kamala Harris's vice president uh, residential uh, quarters. And all of these all of these real things that we have, it's all rooted in Democrat ideas. And I, I know it's, it's just like it, it, everything we look at today, that's where it comes from, Democrats. Well, you're right. Well, and look, beyond that, it's, it's legislators, decision makers, whoever it is that's making these decisions. Maybe it's prosecutors in cahoots with the judges, whoever's getting people out early. They don't. Those people don't go live next to whoever that made the decision to let them out early. I'm talking about the violent offenders like this guy who threw the woman over the over the railing on, on the bridge. And it's sort of a not-in-my-backyard mentality that these legislators have. I mean, whether it's climate change and you can't drive your fossil-fueled car, but they sure can jet around on airplanes to Davos and to everywhere around the world and back and forth to D.C., Right? You don't have, you can't have your gun. They're going to take your AR-15, but they have armed security. Are you listening, Cory Bush? I mean, this, this thing's where we're, we're getting into this, this basically a caste system where there's the elites in the academy 
and in the legislatures, and there's all the rest of us. And it's just deal with it, people. Uh, we're going to be protected. We're going to do okay. Inflation doesn't hurt us. All the government pays for all of our expenses. But uh, the rest of you uh, peasants, just eat the bread and be happy. Randy, thank you for joining us. Uh, I do want to get back to Brandon's questions about the, uh, the the lady who was thrown to her death off the bridge, about 38 to 40 feet. Uh, Kaylin Ann Schmidt is her name. You and I have talked, and you know, Brandon's talked about this, about witnesses. And this, it's, it's been documented. We have witnesses in Columbia who have been afraid to come forward because they fear retribution from gangs or whoever. And in some cases, it's gangs. In other cases, they fear retribution from the perpetrator. In this case, we had multiple witnesses who came forward, um, anywhere from four, maybe six, maybe more. They had other calls as well. But your your take on the witnesses who stopped and made the calls to CPD and to help identify this suspect, which, which especially the homeless, the homeless person who was in that camp, Randy, your thoughts? Well, God bless them for having the courage to speak out because we live in a time when our institutions, particularly, I mean, this is the perception. I'm sure that the people in the justice system, locally, regionally, state, and nationally would say, yeah, Randy, you're just a, get rid of your tinfoil hat. The perception is that we protect the perpetrators, we protect them, not the victims, not the people who would report them. I mean, look, I've, we've asked this question a lot, both around the kitchen table and on the air and everywhere. And you ask people, hey, if you saw a crime, would you stand up and wave your hand and say, hey, I witnessed it and I'll be happy to... You, very few people will say that because, you know, public data is public data. People know where people live. It's not that hard. Criminals are very adept at finding out what they need to do to do their nefarious deeds. And we just don't have a feeling that lock, you know, door shut, case closed kind of cases are just going to be prosecuted so that when you do have the courage to do that, you have the confidence that the person will be prosecuted, put in jail, and the key thrown away. I would be more than happy to have a tax raise to pay for as many jails as it takes to throw the key away on these kind of people. This guy that threw this woman over the bridge clearly clearly is not going to be rehabbed and he needs to be put away for good. That should have happened earlier. All right. Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show weekday afternoons, 4 to 6 here on the radio station. He's joining us this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Randy, to go off topic for a minute, we got word that Boone Health has acquired the former noble primary care practice up in Mexico. We've heard all the stories about the hospital in Mexico, the hospital in Fulton. You're right in the midst of this. What's happening to our small rural hospitals in Missouri? Yeah, the combination started with the, uh, the the mandate for electronic medical records in 2010 as part of the Stimulus Act, 910, and then uh, was on steroids with in 2014 with Obamacare. Expenses, just mandatory fixed cost expenses that are not fully reimbursed by the government in the context, especially for rural hospitals that used to be supported with a little bit of a sweetener in their reimbursement rates. Those went away. Reimbursements have gone down. Commercial insurance reimbursements have paralleled the fall in Medicare. They're not making up the difference that Medicare, uh, that they needed, that they used to do. So a combination of decreasing reimbursements, increasing regulatory and compliance demands has resulted in basically at least 50%, if not more, after pandemic, of smaller rural hospitals being on life support. And I don't see anything happening soon. Look, Medicare has proposed, starting in January of next year, the option for struggling small hospitals to become just emergency rooms with a couple of observation beds and a clinic. That doesn't serve people well in those communities. They're going to have
to have to travel long distances, but it appears the way that's the, that's the way it's heading. You're going to basically have triage and transfer Band-Aid stations in the rural areas, and you better hope that you'll live until you get to a central area like St. Louis, Springfield, Kansas City, or Columbia. I have to get your take on Illinois. You know, there are a few surgical procedures that I would feel comfortable getting done in an RV, but Illinois Planned Parenthood apparently is going to do abortions uh, in, a, in an RV. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, look, I, this is just, this is abominable. I, disasters happen with simple procedures. <laughs> the simple procedures are the ones that we are more complacent, we tend to be more complacent about. Those are the ones that I'm most worried about when I step into the operating room with a, quote, simple procedure, because those can go bad. And then you need to have emergency care. Uh, it's unlikely, depending on what uh, gestational age that they're going to perform these surgical, abor- uh, surgical abortions on, um, the earlier, the less likely for a major catastrophic complication. The late-term abortions can be fraught with, with just uh, horrific complications, bleeding, perforation of the uterus, uh, you know, things like that. So, uh, look, I'm never in favor of mobile surgical units, uh, but, you know, I guess people are so avid to, I think, make a point on the one hand, on the part of Planned Parenthood, and on the other hand, I guess, to get the care if they need it rather than traveling. It, to me, it seems like it's a gimmick. It's a bright, shiny object for the pro-abortion lobby. I don't think it's going to last long. Um, and it's, it's just, it, regardless of people's opinions on abortion, this, uh, it's, in a, in a food, I keep thinking seriously what they're doing in Illinois, like a food truck or like an ice cream truck, like coming by. Hey, ringing the bell. Get your abortions here. It's just so bizarre. You're right. And it diminishes the solemnity of the operation. Look, very few women that I know and I've taken care of in my 30-some-odd years in care, they, they, no one feels good about getting an abortion. It's rare when women do that with just, and, and, and don't give it a second thought. It's a solemn, educa- a solemn occasion. It's a difficult decision for women. However you think about it, you've got to respect the fact that it's a, it's a big deal in that person's mind and what's going on in their life that led to that. And I just think it's disrespectful to, as you say, have it you know, just like a, a food truck in the, lot of the parking lot. It just doesn't make sense. I, I, it's just not a professional atmosphere, uh, and I'm just sorry to see them doing it. But but, you know, what do you can say? It's the People's Republic of Illinois. Uh, again, you look at those progressive policies. They think it's okay to go around in an ice cream truck and give abortions. Blows me away. Randy Tobler, I know it's early. What's coming up on your show starting at 4 today? Talking with Chief Economist at Show Me, Aaron Headland, And then we're going to check in with Ashley Emmel and see what's on her mind. So it'll be a lot of fun. All right. Randy Tobler, host of the Randy Tobler Show, weekdays 4 to 6. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. A swing, and there it goes! a three-run homer, and he hit 699 and 700 at Dodger Stadium on September 23rd, 2022. 8.23 p.m. Pacific time. And home run number 700 gets us into the morning bell with Stephanie Bell Business News with that little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. The St. Louis Cardinals have a huge impact on the St. Louis region and our state, uh, the, according to uh, Greater St. Louis. 
this season, the Cardinals were projected to attract 3 million fans and generate over 300 million in economic impact. They uh, estimate that about 40% of the game's attendees are from out of town, so it's drawing a lot of folks to the area. Um, and uh, specifically with the wild card games coming up this weekend, uh, I think each one is ge- is expected to generate, I-, I think they said 6 million each, basically, in economic benefits to the region. And of course, if we make it past the wild card, more money and more money and more money. So good good news. So that's money that's pumped into Missouri, uh, to Missouri coffers. And plus... Stephanie Bell's talking sports, kind of, and didn't even... Look at me go. (laughs) And I think, I mean, it is important we talk... I mean, this week we've talked a ton about violence and about crime, and we've been on it today. And I mean, this is... We need to get control of the crime because we know... These types of events, whether it's the Cardinals or the or the World Cup, we're making this estimate saying, hey, 40 percent of these people are going to come from out of town. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Definitely someone whose faith is important to them. For me, it's someone who actually wants to meet my parents. Why do you want to date a conservative? For me, at least I know that we're going to start off with some shared values. It's the Right Stuff Dating app. I don't know if anybody, uh, if you have checked this out. If you have, it would be cool to hear from you if you're thinking about doing it. So it's a dating app. Conservative seeking conservatives. Sometimes progressive trolls are funny. And by the way, this web, it was started by uh, the sister of, uh, oh, somebody who used to work in the uh, Trump administration. I can't think of her name. Conway. Kellyanne Conway. Oh, her sister? Her sister hmm. started this uh, this app. It's, app. it's Apple only, so you have to utilize uh, Apple. Ryan McEnany. Ryan McEnany, who's uh, the sister of Kaylee McEnany, used to work in the Trump administration. So, of course, as, as is the case with almost everything else, you know, the trolls get out there in the basement and they pull out their Mountain Dew and an old box of pizza from last night in their mama's basement. And, you know, they start typing and uh, I'm going to say this and then I'm, you know, throwing, uh, throwing grenades and then hiding. But here, you know, some of it's kind of funny what they're saying uh, about this. Uh, I saw this app advertised on one of my trusted conservative news channels. My my wife passed away two days ago, and I think I've mourned long enough. <laughs> she would want me to be happy and get back out there on the dating scene. So when I saw this Right Stuff dating app, I knew I had to jump on it. Uh, and then they go on to say, the app is actually funded by Bill Gates. What happens is they take your photo and information and store it in a database that will be used in the future as a way to identify and exterminate all of us conservative Christians. <laughs> uh, another person put on, yeah, I got onto this app, and guess what happened? The FBI showed up at my house. Oh, sheesh. Uh, this app is invite only. I try to join to see all the men in my area that I should avoid. <laughs> Gosh. But unfortunately, I will just need to continue using the sex offender registry. Man, these poor progressives just, they wet the bed because we don't agree with them. And they show it in this. We get that a lot on the show here, actually, from all walks of life, man. They cry, texting. Uh, They wet the bed, calling. It's sad. There's seriously, and I'm not even trying to be funny here. Uh, you know, I'm very serious about mental health issues. Somebody who dealt with it for a lot of years. Some of these people that we hear from, whether here at the radio station, hiding in, you know, their work office, and then uh, texting and calling and all this, 
these people, they really, they need some mental help. How wrong we are and how much they hate the show, except they listen every day. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're that triggered, you can, you can, wow. turn, you can, you can listen to something else that makes you feel good. John, that's, how, that's how Rush made a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> All the haters. I remember once, and this happens with a lot of popular radio shows, but years ago when the, the ratings were coming out, you know, you're trying, you're doing a new show and you're new in town and you get the people, you got some people that like you and. Here's your, your ratings, and your ratings start to go up, and then you do these perceptual studies. Why is it that people are listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri? Well, they like it, and they're listening because they want to hear what happens next. And then you talk to the other focus group, the people that don't like the show, and you ask these people, you don't like the show, but you keep listening. Why do you keep listening? The answer given same answer as the people who like the show. I want to hear what they say next. Interesting. I loved, you know, my favorite, uh, after Trump got elected, I listened to so many, so much liberal media because they were all just like having a meltdown. Yeah. And it was so entertaining. I just loved hearing them whine about it. And there are numerous. And seriously, if you are one of those, and I'm being it's totally serious here. I'm not trying to be sarcastic or facetious. There are numerous, numerous resources um, for help. So if you spend your time being a troll on the internet or if you spend time bugging radio stations because you disagree with everything they say and you call their co-workers and you yell and you scream and you do all of this stuff, um, there's even a new number for you that Missouri just instituted this past summer. It's three, nine, no, it's 311, right? I think, I, that's, that right? I think that's the number to call before you dig to check for power lines. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Sorry. Is it 988? 988. Uh, you know what's funny about those three-digit numbers, by the way? They do the easy three-digit number. 911-988-311-411. They do... 988. Sorry. 988. They do all those numbers. They do them three digits, so it's easier to remember. Except for us. <laughs> Except for we can't me. remember. I believe 311 is the non-emergency number here in Boone County. That's right. I, we were just talking about that at the Ashland Alder Person meeting. That's what? why it was on. It was top Alder of, Person. It was top of mind for me. 311, sorry. Uh, so it's hard to remember because we have so many of these, these numbers. What's the number to call before you dig? Is that a three-digit number? Everything's got a three-digit number. All right. One but more. if you have... Issue, mental health issues, you should call yeah. 988. Yeah, seriously. Uh, because here's the thing, like when I see this happen, it's like, my God, I feel so bad for you because I've had mental health issues like you have. 811 is the number to call before you dig. Alright, so call 988, uh, but first call 811 before you dig yourself in this hole and trying to attack us. How about that? Uh, but seriously, we do... Uh, I hate for anybody to be in so much pain uh, that they put these vile comments on the internets, um, that they, they call and say nasty, untrue things. I, I do. I, I, I empathize. But I'm, it's pretty funny on that dating website. On the dating website, Final One will move forward because Joe said something yesterday that even CNN's freaking out about. And I'm like, ah, it doesn't bother me. Um, so here's the final funny progressive troll on this conservative-only dating website called The Right Stuff. The app is invite-only. I tried to join to see all the men in my area that I should avoid. <laughs> points! Okay. I, yeah, I gave her points. But I will just need to continue using the sex offender registry. To any right-wing men reading this now, you should just stick your... You should just stick to your hand. Women don't care for not having rights and respect these days. 
I uh, failed to follow Hannah's rule number 99. Always read uh, the stuff before you That's go. rule number one. Rule number one, read before you go on air. Well, and then there was another comment. Well, these, why, why would you want to date a racist and stuff like that? Because people that are conservative that share American values, and an American value is not being a racist. Uh, I'll tell you what is racist. Immigrants uh, up north, we need them to pick the crops. That's racist, okay? That is action. Using words, that is not racist but these people that need to call 988 because you're well you're a conservative you're racist not at all welcome into the show uh stephanie bell is here good morning and mr john marsh good morning producer hannah brian houseworth is here uh hannah how are you today <laughs> i'm here yeah yeah uh i'm a little bummed so like you know as a child we hope the magic of the tooth fairy and all these things there's some magic to it or for people and maybe you're a better example the magic of radio and then you end up working and having a very high profile position on a show that's broadcast on more than one station into the state's capital where all of the all the things that happen in missouri they happen in our capital city and a lot of them happen right here on wake up mid-missouri on 93.9 the eagle and news radio 104.5 kwos 950 but there's some magic to radio, for example, and I don't want you to go blow the magic. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some m magic to people listening. None of it that I have anything to do with, but yeah, the people behind the scenes, it's pretty yeah. magical. And the tooth fairy, you know, it's magical. I yank a tooth out of my mouth and I put it under the pillow and some broad in the middle of the night with little angel wings, she flies in. I, she never, never woke me up grabs my tooth and she put a 50 cent piece in there when times were really tough like when carter was president she only left a nickel and the real magic is now she has to leave like five bucks i think inflation uh and marsh or a gift card or a gift, <laughs> here's a gift card um the missouri department of conservation and i didn't know this. so like you go by some of the bluffs and stuff for example like by the rocheport bridge and you see like those uh, retention ponds or whatever i figure it's just lowlands and it rains water floods and there's some holes some of that water stays in some of those holes off to the side of the river for a while people go out there and they duck hunt and stuff magic ruined uh according to our news partners abc 17 missouri department of conservation is reducing the amount of hunting spots at the eagle bluffs conservation area for duck season because of a broken river pump. I didn't know they were pumping that, wa that water into those little holes, into those ponds. You thought it was naturally yeah. occurring. <laughs> That's how they make wetlands. Well, I know, but I, it's ruined it for me. I'm like, oh, nature and its, and its natural setting. It's so beautiful. I'm a big fan of nature. I really am. And they're Weren't you the one just complaining about people complaining about lakes drying up and you're like, y'all, these are man-made. <laughs> Why are you complaining? And now you're complaining about well, wetlands? I'm not complaining they're drying up. I'm complaining that I, the magic is gone now. It's like when you find out the tooth fairy, you know. It's, it's still magical. Yeah. And then there's people like Stephanie who tried to prosecute Santa Claus. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Just took away. You're sad. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and it's weird because I don't duck hunt. I I don't do any kind of hunting. I don't I don't care. But I just always uh, nature. And, uh. You just hunt for women. <laughs> but that's quit laughing, John. All oh, right, there's <laughs> <It was> Brian. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's not it's not true. I don't hunt for women. It's the other way around. Coming up, five minutes. <laughs>
<laughs> That's not true either. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Big old serving of leftovers. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, leftovers. One of the things we didn't get to here on Wake Up Mid Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and News Radio 104.5 KWOS 950. Uh, Stephanie, what's in your fridge this morning? You know, I was reading an article in the lawyer's paper about this um, this new lawsuit in the Eighth Circuit, and it's real interesting. It's a First Amendment case, and um, there's this courthouse news service, and they said, "Hey, we publish like a a, a daily roundup of like what petitions got filed in in." in uh, federal court. And that makes sense. You know, we talk a lot here about transparency and the right for people to know. And they said, hey, once you move to e-filing, we used to be able to just come to the courthouse, review the things, write our summary and be done. Now that it's e-filing, we don't get access to these filings for a week or more. And that is violating, you know, we we have a right to know these things. And so um, the lower court apparently said that the government employees had some type of immunity and the Eighth Circuit recently reversed that. So this case is going back to the lower court for a determination. I think it just presents a really interesting question as we move to electronic filing we do more things online and how you get access and transparency presumably when you have computers involved and things are faster you think you would have more transparency um but i do think okay that's why i'm confused here okay yeah right and i guess the processing of it is making it more difficult for this new service to just put out the publication i think yeah i think we do have you know when somebody files a lawsuit i think you should be able to access it you know as quickly as possible um biden did something uh, yesterday and i'm not that cnn was kind of bothered by it i was wasn't that bothered by it. Do you want to get to that? Want to mention real quick, uh, Mark off the text, 874 talking about Department of Conservation says there's going to be fewer duck hunting spots because some of those retention ponds or whatever, they artificially pump the water in. And it just broke them. I didn't know that. I thought they were just like natural leftover water holes, and they're not. And it's like, I will never drive by those because I drive by. I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. It's nature. Look what nature is doing. The water hangs out for a little bit longer and it gives ducks. That's nature at work. And it's not. The water was being pumped in. Mark via text says, I burst the bubble for. And see, I'm even afraid to say this one for people that go to this place in Branson. It's from listener Mark. I'm afraid to even say this out loud on the air. Don't ruin it for people. Well, I won't say where it is. Uh, He says, I burst the bubble for my wife on a nature trail here in Missouri by telling her the waterfalls were man-made with pumped water. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, (laughs) I bet bet, Mark, I bet you have an amazing marriage and a wife with a phenomenal sense of humor. Good on you. Marsh, what's in your fridge? I don't know. No great surprise, I guess, when uh, Senator Hawley came out reaffirming his support for Herschel Walker after mm-hmm. Walker's allegations about the abortion that he paid for and all. Because, boy, Hawley's really gone to bat for him over, gosh, for quite some time, hadn't he? He has. As a matter of fact, I think they have the same campaign consultant, whoever ran Josh's campaign, now running Herschel's campaign. So Hawley's saying, yeah, I still stand behind this guy, which I'll offer as exhibit number 27. I believe most Republicans, they are not as passionate about abortion as they would lead you to believe. It's just something to campaign on. It's easy. How dare you kill little babies and all this? I really believe they are not as passionate about the actual issue. Personal to them. It's great to campaign on. But they're not as passionate as a lot of them. I'm not saying Holly specifically. But they're not as passionate about that as a lot of them. And we can pick several, several Republicans, several people with R's behind their name that have evolved since June. They've kind of evolved on this issue. 
scrubbed their website. Scrubbed their website? Yeah. Who, I'm like, <laughs> I can't remember who did it, but yeah, they had a bunch of stuff on their website about abortion. And not that they changed their policy. They just took it off. It, it, it evaporated. But that's what the Wayback Machine... I bet... Do you know what the Wayback yes. Machine is? Yes, I, I do. use it all the time. If it was on the internet, I can find it. Wayback Machine, uh, it keeps like... Yeah, it keeps screen captures, basically, of old versions of the website. And so, yeah, I mean, you can find, I use it on state websites, I use it on business websites. It's fascinating. So here's the thing, um, B- Biden said a thing yesterday, he's hanging out with his uh, new bromance mate, uh, Ron DeSantis. They got along famously yesterday, uh, rivals anything John and I ever do, sitting there at the deck, the landing, the landing zone, having lunch, watching the airplanes. Uh, Biden and uh, Ron DeSantis, not quite on that uh, that level, but had a chummy get together. Anyhow, Biden's in Florida. He's talking to somebody. He utters the F word. It's bleeped out here. But CNN, so it's a little bit of Biden. You can't hear completely. But he's saying, you don't F with a Biden. Okay, so what? Are you sure it's bleeped? Uh, I second that question. How much time <laughs> do I have? <laughs> Mike, 15? All right. Uh, let's just assume it is and keep our fingers crossed. Oh. But afterwards, CNN here uh, talks about how they've reached out to the White House for coming. Thanks for coming down. We appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. 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 Really? Huh. CNN, you reached out to the White House? Yeah, we'd like to get a comment.